preparing for rain gonna plow my field cause I'm looking for a harvest for my God he's real oh once again welcome to spiritual impact I'm a senior pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center I'm associate pastor Steve Rose and welcome again we're so happy that you stopped by. I hope you've been enjoying the program and as much as we've been enjoying being able uh, to present it to you, and we appreciate all the uh, phone calls and uh, all the kind words. And, and I think, Steve, people are enjoying the program. Well, that's what we want because we wanted you to feel like you're here sitting at the table with us and we're just friends discussing the Word of God. And that's Amen. what I love is the Word of God. Amen. That's what it's all about. That's what this program is about is, is a spiritual impact. We want to teach you how that the Spirit of God can do things within your life that we never even dreamed possible. We serve a great big God. And what have we got today, Pastor Steve? Well, I wanted to talk about something that should be, I guess, important to all of us, and that's faith. Sure, got to have and, faith. But my, when I started thinking about this study, I first asked myself, what is faith? We've got to find out what the Word of God says faith is, and then when does faith begin? And that's something that I found it was maybe a little different than what we believe is when our faith actually begins. Yeah. And I look first of all again, what is faith? And I looked this up in Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it talks about faith. But I looked up in the Amplified and it says, Now faith is the assurance, the title, deed, confirmation. This is of things hoped for, that means divinely guaranteed, Amen. Amen. and evidence of things not seen. It says, the conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. That means we got to believe it before we see it. Amen. And I tell you, I like that. But he says the title deed. When you have the title deed to something, that means you own it. He says it's yours. It's a guarantee. And I like, it says who gives you the guarantee? It says divinely guaranteed. That means from the Father above. Amen. Well, you talked about when faith begins. It tells us right there. Now, faith is instantaneous. And does our faith grow? Sure it does as, as we mature as a Christian. But our faith in God begins the very moment that we realize and accept Him as our Lord and Savior. But also, as faith begins, begins right now, faith is. Faith is an active word. Yes, it is. And it must be active in our life as a child of God. So when does it begin? It begins now. It's when you speak that word. And immediately God's word will never return void. So there's when you're speaking the word of God, His word is alive. Mm -hmm. And you know, I also looked at this in a different way. People, you meet some people says, well, you know, I don't have much faith. But you know, they really do practice faith in a way. You know, when we sit down in these chairs, we got to have some faith, don't we? That they're going to hold that up. That they'll hold up. When you get on that elevator and you go and you look at that elevator, you get on it, you got to have faith that that elevator is actually going to work. So we do exercise some faith in things of this world. But see, we see those things. Mm -hmm. Now, that faith we're talking about here is the faith that we need. And it says, without faith, and this is Hebrews chapter 11, he says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. We've got to have faith, but this is spiritual faith, believing in things that we cannot see. Well, the things that we see, I think in, in a sense, we feel like we have a little control there. Mm -hmm. We actually, like you're driving a car, you have your hands on that, so you kind of feel a sense of being in control. But in serving God with our faith there, we have to let go completely and trust Him. That's where we don't, we don't see 
spiritually the things that, that He's got for us, but we trust Him. We trust His Word. And we believe that what His Word says is true mm -hmm. and that it becomes active in our life. And when we look at that, it says, the Word tells us, the just shall, not maybe, it says shall live by faith, not by sight. That means we got to believe the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And it should be enough. It takes you back kind of to the, the Roman that came to Jesus and says, would you heal my servant? And he says, yes, I'll go and heal your servant. He says, no, you don't just speak the Word. Mm -hmm. He says, all I need is the Word. That's faith. He says, all I need is the Word. And he says, I know that it will be done. Because he, he understood authority. Yes. And he knew who had the authority. So. Amen. We know that uh, all authority is given unto Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, we come to the Father through His name. Mm -hmm. Because He has all power. And what a wonderful Savior. But, but it's great to know that we... We can trust Him for He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He, does, he doesn't ever change. And in that we can have that assurance that you talked about in that faith. Faith is the assurance that, that God is who He says He is, can do what He says He can do, will do what He says He'll do, and we can trust that. We can live by that. You know, that you, we have rules in life that we live by that we can, we can trust that are going to be there for our benefit. God's Word is there for our benefit, and we can trust it. We can rely on it. And if we live in it, and we live in faith, then it becomes what? Active. With what we said that true faith really is. It's active within our life. Right, and it should grow. And I really believe, you know, when you're talking about the gift of faith, the Bible says to, that the Lord gives to each man a measure of Amen. faith. Amen. To even begin to believe the Word of God, even for salvation, He gives you that faith to believe it. But I don't think, you know, a lot of times, you know, Paul would talk about, he says, you know, now's the time you need to be going and teaching others, but we've got to go back and teach you the rudimentary things of the Word of God. So he's saying, when you're supposed to be on strong meat, you're still on milk. I think a lot of people don't exercise their faith to the point that they can grow. And that's what I get to sort of in this lesson today about faith. And I'm going to be in Mark chapter 11. And I'm going to read you a little background before I get into the main text. But in Mark chapter 11, verse 12, it says, And on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. It says, And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if haply he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of the fig was not yet. And he says to the fig tree, And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Yeah. So he heard him talk to the fig tree and says, Nobody's going to eat figs from you ever again. Well, after that he goes in, he cleanses the temple, but the Next morning is where we get into the text I'm looking at here about faith and when does faith begin. Because when you look at it, it says here, he says, and they came back the next morning, it says in verse 20, And then in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. It says, Peter remembered what Jesus said to thee on the, or the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. <laughs> so he says, look, what you, what you said actually happened. Mm -hmm. He was kind of shocked about it. And, and when you look at that, you look at the next verse, then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. He says, I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen, but you must really believe it will happen, and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you receive it, 
it will be yours. Now there is a caveat there, according to the Father's will. Yes. Now, Always has to be sometimes important. we'd waste those things. We just wanted anything we wanted. But according to the Father's will when we're talking about this, but have faith in God. I like that. And you know when they talk about that mountain being thrown in the sea, at that time they said that was a figure of speech, meaning an impossible task. And there's going to be times that even the viewers out here too and us, we get in those things, you know, if God doesn't help us, what are we going to do? But I think that's when faith really can begin to grow. But it doesn't need to just grow after He answers the prayer. I think we have to have faith before He answers the prayer according to what He told us there. You know, we all have times in our spiritual life when we're doing, seems like, everything that we know to do. We're, we're, we're obeying God. We're, we're going to His house and worshiping Him. We're studying His Word. We're seeking His face. Everything that we know to do. And sometimes, Pastor Steve, it just seems like nothing is moving. Nothing mm -hmm. is changing. And, and it can get confusing because we start wondering within ourselves, what am I doing wrong? When in essence, it's not anything that we're doing right or wrong. Sometimes God is, His Word is being active behind the scenes. It's always great when we're seeing what He's doing in front of us, and we can, we can see that and get excited about that. And everybody loves the, you go into church and everybody's shouting and rejoicing. But sometimes God has to have some time to lay some groundwork. I've had that happen in my own life. And when I've, I've prayed and asked God, why am I not seeing things happen? This is what He would tell me. He said, I am doing things that you don't even know about yet. Trust me, just continue. And that's what God wants us to do. It doesn't matter as long as we're continuing in what God has called us to do. He will take care of the progress. He will take care of the other things. We will begin to bear that fruit, but we have to endure until the end. And we just have to trust Him because He's always working for our benefit. You was talking about the fig tree. And I looked, had some little footnotes here. And fig tree was a, a, a source of food for the nation. So, you know, figs were important to them. Mm -hmm. And when you plant a fig tree, I, I read where it, it takes it three years to actually mature to where it can start bearing fruit. Uh -huh. Once it does bear fruit, it bears fruit twice a year. Your fig tree that you're talking about here, when Jesus came by, it was all full of leaves. I mean, it looked beautiful, uh -huh. but it had no fruit. It doesn't matter what the appearance of something is. If it's not bearing fruit, then we have to question, is that of God? Because the devil can come as an angel of light. Mm -hmm. God expects us to be fruit bearers. And if we're serving Him and that faith is active, not only is our, our vessel going to be beautiful in appearance, but there's going to be harvest coming with it. And you know, when you, that's an interesting point that you brought up right there. When we're talking about this, that's called, what we're really talking about is the walk of faith. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about that, you're talking about the fruit and that tree wasn't bearing fruit. But you know, there's also a passage where the Lord says, you know, those trees that bear fruit, He says the Father will purge. Mm -hmm. You know why He does it? And those are the rough times in life. Because He says, He told us, He says, I want faith that is tried by fire. What is fire? I think we go back to the Word of God and it says, what about all those fiery trials that tries us? Those problems that come along to where we can exercise faith to say, Lord, what would you have me do? But how many of us really take that time to sit down before? Because there's some decisions we may think is easy. 
You know, when you get in business, there's some you go, oh, I can make that decision, no problem. But when it gets bigger and those maybe. more important decisions, we start going, well, maybe, you know, I need to call the boss on this one. Yeah. But, you know, when we look at our lives, we should be calling the boss <laughs> and at least talking with the boss on each of the decisions that we make. You know, when I was growing up, and I'm sure you're the same and most people out there, uh, we grew up in a little country church and, you know, it, they love God and everything. But in most of the little churches like that, you'd hear people say, you know what, what we've got is good. It's good enough. And, and God understands and God knows our hearts and this and that. But it goes back to something you just said about purging. Even though we may be bearing fruit, he prunes us mm -hmm. so that we can do what? We can bear more fruit. Mm -hmm. See, the God we serve is ever active. He's ever creating. So that what, what I get out of that, God is telling me to not ever be you know, satisfied with the status quo because if He can do this for me today, if I'm trusting Him today, then how much more? Because God always wants us to have a vision. Mm-hmm. The end of your show is never going to happen until Jesus comes and gets us. So God wants us to continually have a vision. You know, if I could, if I could pick a bushel of apples today, I want to be able to pick two bushels tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's the way God wants us to be. Not, not unappreciative, but excited. He wants us to stay excited in Him. And I think that's what happens to a lot of Christians. They lose their excitement and their passion for God, and they get satisfied with just being a pretty-looking tree, but with no fruit on it. Yeah, that is something. But, you know, as our faith grows, then it should produce more fruit in us. And again, when we pray, a lot of times the way we pray and when faith begins, I believe, again, faith begins as you pray. Because he says, as when you pray, he says, believe. believe. And then when you look at really what believe means, it means to believe that you receive it then, not later. But see, a lot of times when we pray, we pray and we wait and we go, we pray a hope so prayer is what I call it. <laughs> I'm going to pray this, Lord, because I know your word says, and I hope so. I hope that it'll come to pass. But you know, that's not the kind of faith he's talking about. He says, that faith, he says, double-minded. He says, don't think that you'll receive anything, that type of faith. He says, you've got to pray and you've got to believe. But a lot of times we'll pray, and then he will answer the, the prayer, and then we, then we have faith. Oh, look, we're like Peter. Hey, look, the fig tree that you cursed actually did die. Hey, just like you said. And he was kind of shocked. And that's why Jesus was teaching him that lesson too. Have faith in God. He's telling them, have faith in the Word. Have faith in what you believe. Peter kind of got in trouble a lot, didn't he? <laughs> but he was fiery. He was. I think he, he was. had a good heart. He I did. always liked Peter for because of that, because Peter was always willing, mm -hmm. and he was always excited, and he was always had an opinion. And most time we have an opinion, but God says, okay, but my word says. Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> and that's, even, that's what happens. And then when you look at Peter, even Peter had his opinion was wrong sometimes. <laughs> Jesus says, well, that's, that's wrong. Yeah. You hear what you're saying. I know you're doing it with the right heart, but what you're saying was wrong. <laughs> But we you know when Jesus told Peter, when you're converted, uh -huh. and that's the key. When we, when we become more mature in God, then we see things more begin to happen. When we first get saved, there's an excitement in there. It's, it's brand new. And that feeling we should never lose because Bible teaches us that the mercies of God are renewed every day, uh -huh. every morning. Uh, we should wake up with that excitement, with that anticipation 
God, I know you're able. Right now, you know, I'm going through a storm, but God, I know you're able. You're going to bring me through. I'm going to see the sun shine again. I'm going to make it to the other side because you are my God. You cannot, you will not ever, ever fail. And if I put my trust in you, I know that you're going to see me through whatever I'm going through. That's the faith that we have. You're talking about, about believing. You know, we have a slogan at the church, living it, believing it, receiving it. And I've had people tell me, say, you've got that kind of in the wrong order. And I said, no, we don't really. I said, because if we truly believe, first of all, we're going to be living it because, and because we're living it, then we can truly believe it. And when we're living it and we're truly believing it, receiving it comes easy then. Mm-hmm. But so many times we don't get things in the proper order. We want to be, we want to bear fruit before the trees had time to mature. And and see, that's one of the things too. You know, when you're first saved by the grace of God, it seems like you're so excited. Mm -hmm. And you know, you'll tell everybody about it. But then what happens? Then (laughs) you're so excited about it. It's a new faith. It's not exactly a strong faith yet. And as a church, you know, we got to help people grow in their faith. We've got to teach the Word of God to them. Then we've got to preach the Word of God to them. And then those is when those miracles and things take place. But when you're looking at this, when they're sitting there and they're young in the Lord and their faith is just now beginning to mature, they're excited. And then you know what? Some of the older Christians will help dampen that they faith. <laughs> because I, I, it's like when you get sick, you know, you have people call you up on the phone and you'll say, you know, I've got a little chest congestion. And somebody will say, well, you know, I know somebody died from that. I've told people, don't call me and tell me somebody died from that. <laughs> call me and tell me about somebody who lived from that. Amen. I want to. I Amen. want the, the victors, because he says we always have the victory in Christ Jesus, and we we really do. It may not be always be the way that we want it, but you know what? It's better. It, it, it is. It's better. You know, most of the time in church you see a lot of tradition, and tradition really is just another form of bondage. I think that if we can learn to lay aside the traditions and look and search the Word. He says, search the Scriptures. Right. For in them you think you have eternal life, and these were they to testify of me. Mm-hmm. That's what we've got to do is search the Scripture, see what God says about the problem. If we're, if we're needing to have faith for a situation, the best thing that we can do is prayer and go to His Word. Mm-hmm. Find out what God says about whatever you're going through. Because whatever it is, there's an answer for it in the Word of God. And when we find that answer, then we can stand upon that and say, God, okay, I see what you're saying here. And this fits the situation that I'm going through right now. And I know that you're faithful. I know that your Word is true. So I can have faith and assurance in what your Word says you're going to bring forth in my life. I may be on the ship and I may be being tossed back and forth, back and forth, but I'm not going down. My ship is not going down. My vessel is not going down. I will survive. I will come through this. Why? Because I see in your word, and I know your word is true. I know your word is alive. I know your word is active. I know your word dwells in me because the word is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And you know, you brought up, Pastor Tim, you brought up a very important point there too when you're talking about, you know, our faith and traditions. You know, Jesus always talked about that. The mm-hmm. Pharisees had a lot of tradition, but He says, listen, it's just it's not really what God wants. But when we're talking about that, what happens when we see something that God says is contrary to tradition? 
That means we've got to change what we believe when God says it's contrary to that. Because it says in the Word of God there is people out there that have the form of godliness that says, but deny the power thereof, and from such turn away. You can't deny the power of God. No. So when our traditions interfere with that, and even the Lord says, you know, you go about teaching the traditions of, of men. It's not what God was saying, but He says you're going around teaching that. And that's not what we're wanting to teach, not tradition. We're wanting to teach the Word of God. Now, is any man perfect in their belief? I don't think any man's perfect in their belief. There'll be some things we're probably all wrong about. But you know, when you look at the foundation of God, the foundation of God standeth sure. And when we're talking about that, there's only one foundation. If it says that there's Christ plus something else, uh-uh. It's about Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus the Messiah. That's what it's based on. What is our faith based on? Not our works. It's based on faith in Jesus Christ because then the Spirit of God brings forth that faith and brings forth those works through us. Amen. You know, in, in our home church, Pastor Steve, that God founded about six and a half years ago. And then we started in a building. We didn't own a building. We actually rented time and space for that time period, but we believed and trusted God. And, you know, and and we would do our due di diligence. You know, the flesh has to feel like we're doing something. And all the time that we would be going and looking at properties and going and looking at buildings, you know, within our spirit, God would say, that's not it, what, that's not how this is going to happen. You're not going to find what you need till you quit looking for it and start trusting me for it. And you know, here recently, God has opened up the door. We were in our uh, new location, and, and God is blessing, and we're excited about that. And, and you know, I believe honestly that, that even though I believe we're living in the last times and we see trouble on every hand, I believe the church is, can still look forward to some of the best times we've ever had. Absolutely. Our word for this year is revival, and I believe that, that God's people are about to, to wake out of sleep. For now is the salvation nearer than when we first believed. I believe that we're going to see a move of God in the lives of His people. I believe that we're going to start seeing people that were bearing little fruit begin to bear much fruit. Why? Because they're trusting and believing God. And it just gets back to faith. Faith is now. Faith, everything God does, I believe, is now. We may not see the answer to that prayer till later, but the the yes is now. And so I love that because when you're talking about that, it just the talking about the church. And you know, we had faith, but you know, and he talks about his return. He says, "At the moment you think not, <laughs> the Lord coming." And see, even with that faith and that prayer, I wasn't thinking about that when he, when the answer came. But you know what? You talked about it earlier, Pastor Tim, when you stood there and you says, "Just because we don't see God working." doesn't mean he isn't working. That's right. He That's was right. still working in the background. You know, we're praying for a place, and all of a sudden, right out of nowhere, the moment you think not, the Lord appeared, and he says, listen, here it is. Amen. See, that's it. I tell you, praise God. You know, Pastor Steve, maybe somebody watching the program today that uh, their faith has been shaken, and sometimes things happen in life that, sh that shakes our faith. We're here to tell you that God is there for you. God wants you to put your trust in Him. Rely on Him. And understand and know that no matter what you're looking at, 
God is still in control. And if you'll trust Him, He'll bring good things to pass in your life. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer at this time. I'm going to ask Pastor Steve if He'll take us before the throne. Whatever you may be going through today, you let that faith become active right now in Jesus Christ. Pastor Steve. Fathers, we come to you, Lord. We're taking it at your word. You say that when we pray, that means immediately. As I pray right now, when we pray, we believe that we receive what we ask. Father, I am asking, Lord, right now that you touch the believers that are watching us. Touch everyone that's watching us right now, dear Heavenly Father. If they don't know you, give them the measure of faith that they might believe and be converted and be turned to you, Lord Jesus, and you might become the Savior of their life. Father, I praise you and thank you for all things. Thank you, Lord, that there may be someone out there right now that is sick and hurting, and Father, you're speaking to them right now. For the Word of God says that by your stripes we are are healed. And Father, I praise you and thank you for opportunities of open doors that you've opened. Dear Heavenly Father, there's no coincidence people are joining us today. Father, I believe that you meant for them, divinely appointed for a time for them to see us and to be with us here today. And Father, I'm asking you, Lord, meet their need as only you can through the power of the Holy Spirit of God who is our helper in all things. And Father, thank you for the Word of God that is forever settled in heaven and changes not. And Father, I give you thanks and praise and I ask it in the name that is above all others. For ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And there is one thing, too, that, you know, we're joining you by TV, but we really would like to see you in person. And you can come by and see us at Abundant Life Worship Center. We're located at 923 Dolly Parton Parkway in Sevierville, Tennessee. We have a telephone number of 865-366-1173. If you'd like to visit our website, it's alwcsevierville.com. And if you'd like to email us, you can email us at alwcsevierville at gmail.com. But again, we love joining you by TV, but we really would like to see you in person, shake your hand, hug your neck. Amen. And if you enjoy Spiritual Impact, uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd let us know. Uh, tell your friends, family about it so they can tune in and be watching. And we invite you to become a partner with us and share in the vision. We talk a lot about embracing the vision. And without a vision, the people perish. And I believe that God is lining up people in these last days to carry the gospel message forward. Uh, TV, radio, things like that are wonderful ways that we can reach out into the world. You know, I've, I've been blessed to, in my travels to travel to many places, but the thing about TV is it can go places that we physically cannot get into. So we invite you to pray for us. Pray for our church, pray for the program, pray for one another. The Bible says for us to lift one another up because we're all in this together. We're all serving the same God. We're striving to make heaven our home. And it doesn't matter what the name of the door is as long as the blood of Jesus is applied Amen. in the heart. That's what's going to take us through, folks, in these last days in which we live. But we're so thankful that you stopped by once again and uh, we just love you and we're praying for you and pray that God would richly bless you. Until next time, this is Pastor Tim Parton along with Pastor Steve Rose saying God bless you. We'll see you once again next week on Spiritual Impact. Bless you. See you then. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center. For those of you that live in the Sevierville area, or maybe you just visit from time to time, we'd like to take a moment and invite you to come visit us at the church. We're located at 923 Dolly Parton Parkway right here in Sevierville. Our service times are Sunday morning at 11 a.m. 
Wednesday evening at 6.30. We just love sharing the Word of God. And we're just a family church. So we invite you to come grow with us. God bless. Overcome with just a little faith. We are never alone. So this battle I won't fear. Cause I can hear the sound of help.